Golden Dale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Through Pier, on another magical, maniacal, uh, particularly mindful Monday, friends. Torch Report 312. What's wrong with America? You know, this is not an intended to be a rhetorical question here. All practical solutions require an intelligent answer to the question, what's wrong with America? But looking through the headlines today, it was like, geez, I wonder, hmm, what could be going wrong here? You know, I put a little screenshot in today's report, friends. If you're listening on a podcast platform, Spotify, Apple, etc., etc., please know that you have to go to thetorchreport.com to get all the goodies. And you would see this screenshot of this coy-looking pervert drag queen, uh, and it says the headlines, big bold letters, the drag Drag shows are set for ban. You know, they're under assault. But the queens vow to fight these men who are dressed up like women and shaking their junk in the front of the faces of little kids. They vow to fight because it's unconstitutional for the drag queens to be to be discriminated against. It's un, it's unconstitutional to ban the perversion of uh, of our children and future generations. <laughs> OK. All right. Take a deep breath. Ah, Luke, Luke, Luke. Come on now. (laughs) I got to tell you what, friends. I am of the firm belief, as I have repeatedly said, that we are being taunted. We are being demoralized more and more by the day. With each news cycle, it's just another smack in the face, back in the face. Take that, you peasant, you dumb, ignorant, American redneck peasants, you know, take that as the progressive cabal continuously rubs our nose in the fact that they've captured the media. They can manipulate public perception at will. Blatant corruption, felonious fraud conducted in broad daylight. You know, complete disregard for the rule of law and the utter insanity of it all has been captured just by that single screenshot right there. And all of this really serves to stoke rage. I mean, it doesn't it make you mad? I mean, it makes me mad. I'll tell you that, you know, it definitely pisses me off. As I look through the headlines today, everything I saw just pisses me off. And I thought, geez, Louise, I could talk about all these, you know, things out there, these drag queens and all that, but it's just going to piss me off. And that doesn't really provide any sort of practical solution. And I I like to talk about practical solutions. And I don't think that being all emotional about it and sensational about it really helps anything at the end of the day. So please forgive my emotional outburst there. I believe that underneath the rage that many people are feeling, there is a distinct sort of sadness. It's a sadness of not knowing what to do about it. It's the sadness of, of feeling overwhelmed by it all. It's the sort of sadness that leads to this creeping sense of, of hopelessness and desperation and even depression. You know, we're in this mental health crisis. People are confused and stressed. Of, you know, what's going on? What are we going to do about it? And I believe there are many, many people, good old-fashioned red-blooded Americans, True patriots, people who love their country, who love our our American culture, our traditional values. We're all riding this great emotional roller coaster. These people, uh, 
like myself, who are struggling to stay sane in the midst of all the chaos, who are struggling to find a path forward through all the fog of the unbelievable, of the unthinkable things that are happening each and every day. I believe that those who know in their hearts that all of this is wrong, those who know that there is an evil in the world that is ruling the day, those who know that we are rapidly approaching the point of no return, that what little hope there is left is under a vicious and relentless assault, those of us who would be willing to do almost anything to reclaim God-given rights, to reclaim you know, the way that it was, those who would be willing to do almost anything to get our country back on track, to, to get back the country that we love, to stop this radical transformation, to retain the founding principles of our once great nation. That crowd, friends, the crowd of the passionate, red-blooded, liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains, that crowd, from sea to shining sea, we the people who are willing to fight and die to protect our country, to protect our children, to protect our traditions and future generations. Friends, I believe that we are in need of a vision, of an executable call to action. What can we do? Friends, raise your hands. If you think we can vote ourselves out of this mess, how? How can we vote ourselves out of this mess? What hope is there to vote ourselves out of this mess if there's no election integrity? If election fraud can run rampant and go unchecked, if they can steal elections in broad daylight, if courts side with crooked politicians and the media runs cover for the corruption, how? There is no simple answer, friends. There are only difficult solutions. There's no easy way out. There's no easy way out. There's no shortcut home. I just flashed into Rocky there for a second, driving down the car in the middle of the night, just determined, what the hell? We got to fight this, this evil Russian tyrant? No, it's not the evil Russian tyrant, friends. Let me, let me ask you this. Do you believe that drag queens are being persecuted? Do you believe that? Millions upon millions of Americans do. Do you believe that drag queens are having their rights violated? These are being violated. These are violated. You know, do you believe that drag queens are, are going to stand up and, and drag queens are going to fight for their constitutional rights? Do you believe that? Crap. You know, that's what's, the, that's what's news today. You know, that's what people believe. It's backwards, obviously. But so what? Isn't that just another smack in the face, a smack in the face, a smack in the face? You know, how many times will the bullies smack around the American people and the American patriots before they finally stand up and push back? I don't believe that the patriots will take much more. Temperance is important. I get it. Turn the other cheek. Sure. Yeah, I understand. You know, but how long? Will we sit back and watch as these bastards ravage everything that we love, as they pillage the village with impunity and rape the minds of our fellow Americans? How long, friends? How long? No longer, no longer can we take it. We can take it no more. It would be a dereliction of duty to simply watch the destruction of the country we love and do nothing about it, would it not? Which raises the only question that really matters. What are we going to do about it? Friends, what are you going to do about it as an individual? What am I going to do about it? Now, 
I know, like myself, there are many of you who have been asking yourselves this very question for a very long time. There have been murmurs and there have been whispers about the various ways forward, but ultimately, all these various ways forward seem to end in defeat. It's not that people aren't willing to fight and die. There are plenty of people who are. It's that there is no value in sacrificing one's life only to expose your position, only to have hell rain down upon your head, you know, only to place your family and loved ones in the grave danger of a wrathful retaliation. Think about it. Be wise, friends. Do you recall my prior warning? Can you imagine the wafting stench of death floating across your back parts throughout your neighborhood? Can you imagine blood in the streets and the literal horror of an actual civil war? Most people cannot. They simply cannot conceive of it. And those who can would wish it upon no one. It is said, friends, that from time to time, the tree of liberty must be watered with the blood of patriots and tyrants. And so it must. But if there really were any other way forward, wouldn't that be preferable? You know, wisdom begs of us that we seek more peaceful solutions. But are there any peaceful solutions? Are there really? I mean, at this point, is there anything that we can do? What can we do? Friends, we've talked about this at length, but today, rather than getting into the insanity of the headlines, I want to I wanna drive this point home. Some people in the audience have accused me of being a pacifist or of focusing on the problems and not providing the solutions. But friends, nothing could be further from the truth. I am a warrior at heart. I love to fight, literally, truly. And I have fought my way through life. I fought my way through military service, through chronic pain and depression. I fought my way through innumerable cycles of self-induced suffering, personal challenges and hardships to be here today, as I'm sure many of you have. Today, I speak from the heart, and I challenge you each to think deeper. You want to know what I think the best solution is? Well, guess what? I've spelled it out. The special report, How to Overcome Tyranny, eight months ago. Put it down on paper, right there in front of God and everybody. <laughs> Take a look if you want to know what I really think. And the truth is, I've learned a lot over the last eight months. I know things now I didn't know then. And I've done my best to share what I've learned with each of you, with the astute listening audience. Friends, welcome to the new listeners. Welcome to the new subscribers. Thank you for supporting uh, this publication. Thank you for being here and being willing to engage in the conversation. These are fruitful conversations. Not fun, not easy, but fruitful conversations. You know, I've often said that there is no chance of finding solutions if we do not understand the problem. So the question is, do, do we understand the problem? Do you understand the problem? Do I actually understand the problem? You know, do we understand what we're up against? It's more than just a global commie cabal. The commies are taking over the world. That's true. You know, it's more than propaganda and mind control. It's more than weaponized AI, algorithmic social intervention, sentinel surveillance, government censorship. It's more than that. It's more than just the apathy and the idiocy. It's all of the above, plus the powers and the principalities of darkness, plus generational cycles, plus centuries of conditioning, plus decades of subversion, plus all of this being multiplied for exponential effect in unfathomable ways. <laughs> you with me here? In short,
short, friends, what we are facing is humanity. How do you propose we defeat human nature? How do you propose we defeat the urge of the useful idiots to sacrifice their freedoms for the illusion of safety? How do we do that? Huh? How do you propose we stop the majority of people from voting to give corrupt politicians more power because they think they can get something for nothing? You know, how do you propose we stop the great evildoers and tyrants of the world from trying to take over the world? The answer is simple. We cannot. Period. We cannot stop this aspect. This is manifestation of human nature. Thus we lose, right? Wrong. Wrong. Friends, resist. We must. Thus, we must fight. We must fight with all of our might, friends, at this point. It is the only it is it is only by force that we can correct course. Interpret that how you will, okay? But I'm speaking of the laws of physics here, okay? W recall from Torch Report 273, the worst case scenario. That was part one of a of a series there examining everything that's in motion here. The only way that we can stop what is already in motion, the only way to change course per the laws of physics is by the intervention of a superior outside force. And absent this superior force, many people believe uh, this is the year that it's all going to fall apart. Everything that's in play, there's nothing that's going to be able to stop this train wreck. So it's all going to fall apart. Right. A lot of people believe that uh, that would be the hopelessness there. And I understand the sentiment, but I have to tell you, friends, I strongly disagree. There is a stronger force, and that stronger force is the human spirit, that latent spiritual potential that lies in the heart, not just of every red-blooded American, but of every human being on the planet. And I say that, friends, setting religion aside, sidestepping any inclination toward prophecy, resisting the urge to bicker about different beliefs. Can we all agree that human beings all have come equipped with a certain spiritual sense, right? They're, they're, we're kind of like innately spiritual creatures, right? Is it too much of a stretch without delving into philosophical tangents? Is it too much of a stretch to declare that we are spiritual beings, each of us independently, in infinitely unique individuals, regardless of beliefs? Okay, well, I'm seeking the broadest possible consensus here, and I believe it's vitally important because I believe the inner strength, you know, the grit, the tenacity, the determination, you know, I view all of this as an extension of a spiritual expression, just as much as prayer and worship. I believe that such expression. Spiritual expression is an inseparable aspect of our humanity. That's something that we share globally. You know, the spiritual expression, this urge to, to express ourselves in a spiritual way, regardless of one's personal beliefs. And as such, I believe that the ultimate solution to political chaos is an elevation of spiritual awareness. That's where the, the inner strength, the grit, the tenacity, determination, the inspiration, all of that comes from an expression of spiritual awareness. That is to say that the human spirit must be awakened in order to unleash the indomitable spirit that is needed to win the battles ahead. We are in fact in a war for the hearts and man, minds of humanity. We can never give up, and yet, and yet, right now, we can't even get enough people to step up, right? 
we can't give up. We got to keep fighting. We're in a war. There's going to be lots of battles. There's hardships ahead. But right now we can't even get enough people off the damn bench and get them into the game. We can't get people to step up. So where does that leave us? You know, have you heard about all those power attack uh, attacks on the power grid? Have you heard about all those train derailments? Have you heard about the hundreds of attacks on the food supply chain all around the globe? You know, let me ask you, if we were at war, hypothetically speaking, how would you know if there were patriots fighting for freedom all across the country right now, how would you know, would the media tell you, would the word get out on social media? Freedom fighters in some far off land are fighting for freedom. No, I don't think you're going to get that on social media. Would someone send you an email? Hey, now's the time to step up and fight. No, I don't think that email would show up. Would a family member give you a call? Hey, uh, did you hear about the freedom fighters out here doing free things for freedom? No, you're not going to get that call. You know, how would anybody know what's really going on in some far off land, friend? We know, friends, we, we know that the media is state-run propaganda. We know that social media is censored. We know that emails get intercepted. We know that phone calls are monitored and recorded, as is this conversation. Is it not? Okay, Be wise, friends. But because of all of this, we have to ask, how would we know when it's actually time to fight? How would we know? You know? How would those who are willing to defend freedom communicate? and coordinate their efforts? Honest question. Think about it. Now take it even further, hypothetically speaking. Who exactly, who specifically would these uh, you know, hypothetical freedom fighters be fighting against? What do you mean? I mean, are they just swinging their fists at the air? What would be their potential targets? What would be their theoretical strategy to win? How might they define their victory? Think about it. Where are the military leaders? Where are all the militias? Where are all the good men who refuse to sit idly by, who refuse to do nothing and thus let evil prevail? Where are they at? What do you think these heroes are going to do? Anyway, think about it. Now, take a deep breath. <sighs> I do that for myself, by the way. When we take a deep breath, it creates a physiological reset. There's all kinds of cascading biochemical effects in our body. It's a bonus. Uh, but what ultimately we need to do is get out of our head and get into our hearts. There are solutions. There are answers. To win this war will require a great deal of wisdom and discernment. And know this, if we want to win this war, if there is to be any hope for the future of humanity, we absolutely must start winning hearts and minds. We absolutely must start building relationships. We must build networks and alliances. We must build trust. Because only then can we work together to overcome all the odds. Friends, what's, what's wrong with America? Here it is. We are too divided and too distracted to make a stand. And obviously that's not by accident. But if Americans were united, if the majority could stand up at once and just say no, just say no, you know, then, hey, imagine if everybody or the majority of Americans stood up and said, you know what, we're done with this globalist agenda. Take that needle and shove it up the backside. You know, we're done with all this commie cabal trying to conquer us all. We're done with all this political corruption in these rigged elections. We're done with all this medical tyranny and media censorship. We're just done. No more. You know, imagine if we could unite the majority 
if we could do that, we could end the insanity at, at once, could we not? Imagine massive civil disobedience. Imagine massive peaceful noncompliance. Imagine if the majority of people stopped paying taxes. Imagine if the majority of people disregarded the rule of law and regulations the same way that politicians do. Imagine if the majority of counties said no to their respective states. Imagine if the majority of states said no to their federal overlords. Imagine if the farmers stopped shipping their goods to the cities. I'm sure you can see what I'm saying here, friends. Imagine the possibilities if we could awaken the human spirit and remind people what it's like to actually live free. Imagine the possibilities if we could awaken the masses to the power of choice to realize that their bondage is an illusion, that they can set themselves free in an instant by refusing to live out of fear, by refusing to submit to the state. Can you imagine such a peaceful revolution? I can imagine it, friends. I have a dream. Concepts are contagious. They spread through conversation. Such is the seed of every single solution friends live free or die that is the battle cry of the american spirit and that is the message of my heart for today resist we must friends we must resist the urge to panic <laughs> resist the urge to be distracted we must share this message far and wide friends if you're enjoying this podcast please take the time go to the website click the heart give me some love it helps boost the algorithms please consider supporting this publication for by supporting the patriot club or as little as seven dollars a month and of course the greatest honor of all friends is if you share this podcast with everyone you know <laughs> oh friends get out there and embrace this magical mindful monday and i'll look forward to talking to you again soon